0: Hello and welcome to expats of the day um, we are all a bunch of expats and huge football fans obviously by the title and um, we all live in Australia and um, so hello Australia, hello expats in Australia, we're all huge football fans and we want to appeal to all football fans. Um, my name's Neil, I'm obviously from Liverpool, I've been living in Australia for eight years and we've got a bunch of guests on today and um, who all have their own experiences of following football out here in Australia. We all thought it would be a great idea for us to all get together and give our various experiences of following our football team of football in general, living in today as Sydney but throughout Australia. Uh, so my name is Neil Leehay, um, I'm a huge Everton fan, which obviously you'll all get to know by the end of this episode and hopefully many more. And today our guests are um, Mr. One Ed Garnsey, who represents Liverpool Football Club, and no surprise. He lives in, or is from, Essex. Hello Ed, how are you mate? Very well, thanks Neil. Thanks mate. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, good Good stuff. Good to be be here. Uh, Yeah, massive Liverpool fan. So as you can tell from the accent. Uh, So yeah, reasonable Liverpool fan. I um, lived in Liverpool for about 10 years. Moved there when I was about 18. 2003. Glory naughty years i uh, mm-hmm. lived there for about 10 years, yeah, massive fan, then came out to Australia after been living in Liverpool and obviously was lucky enough to meet you fine gentlemen. Been enjoying, enjoying my football out here ever since really, so um, yeah, okay. Looking forward to uh, having a good chat about
0: it. Good stuff. And uh, we also have Ronnie Gould, a Bethnal Green boy, um, yep. who represents uh, Tottenham. How are you Th- mate?
2: Thank you, Neil. Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Um, first off, I think this is a great idea great opportunity because there's nothing in the market at the moment that actually does what we're trying to do today so mate i'm a i'm a spurs fan probably shouldn't support spurs given that i'm from east london um really should be supporting Leighton Orient. but mate been a spurs fan for 30 odd years it's been a tough 30 odd years it's not been easy i've seen them win pretty much next to nothing um, but thankfully, since we're doing this podcast, we're actually starting to play quite well. So, it's to, I mean, top of the league, it's going to be, I imagine, quite clean sailing, especially when there's Arsenal fans talking on here as well.
0: So, that brings <laughs> no. me to my next guest, which is um, James Gilden, Um representing Arsenal today, mate. But you're from Luton, so tell us a bit about
3: said Yeah, avid Luton fan, to be fair. Um, yeah, no, um, again, similar scenario um, from Luton. Um, i guess i've been an arsenal fan for 30 odd years um interesting story as to why i'm an arsenal fan i'll just fill you guys in Basically our man wanted to my, my dad's a Chelsea fan A big Chelsea fan And uh, went in the uh, sports store To uh, Wanted to get me my first Football jersey And the Arsenal kit was uh, On sale So he bought me the Arsenal kit <laughs> Instead of the Chelsea okay, kit And I've been an Arsenal fan ever since <laughs> so, Because Sutton has made for so, sales uh, So yeah, um, yeah um, Are you sure he's not a Spurs fan? No, no it Maybe um, But no It's uh yeah, It's been a uh, frustrating Few
0: years, but I'm sure we'll uh, come to that in a bit. Excellent, thank you, James. And we also have a representative of the lower leagues, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Richard Skipper. We don't discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard, obviously, uh, Skip, uh, as we know you, you're representing a whole mate, so um, tell us your story, love. Yeah, so
4: I've been out here since 2011, um, yeah, growing up with Hull City, really. Um, looking forward to bringing a bit of perspective to things and listening to a Tottenham fan of 30 years talk about a difficult 30 years when you've got <laughs> <laughs> Bales and Canes and Modric's <laughs> uh, yeah, to watch to, uh, so, to be fair,
2: to uh, a fair point uh, <laughs> uh, is,
4: uh, is, is, yeah, I'm looking forward to this um, and like I say I'll probably end up being lowly correspondent because we're not going to be back in the Premier League anytime soon but uh, you're
0: also top so we've got two teams
4: out of the league top, well so we've so got well that's the thing none of you boys can get promoted this
0: season can you so, no. um, so yeah something to crow about hopefully at the end of it so excellent stuff so um, what I really wanted to get stuck into well me I'm an Everton fan obviously I'm from Liverpool so uh, I am an Everton fan and you'll you'll know that by the end of this um, but what I really wanted to uh, focus on initially was was our experiences of moving over to Australia? I've been here um, eight and a half years. It's been a huge change for me. I really—it was a big decision in me moving. Was missing the football. Um, I've followed Everton and um, been a diehard hard really all, all my life. Um, and it's—it's it's obviously different because of the time difference. So I wanted to ask everyone's opinion on how you found following football over in Australia and, and the differences and the ups and downs of it over your, over your time here. So Ed. Yeah, I mean,
1: obviously the first thing is the time difference, isn't it? I mean, when you when you move over, you don't really have a concept of the fact you're going to be 12 hours on the other side of the world, yeah. really. And then once you get here and you set up, you think, right, am I watching the football? And before you know it, it's on 3am in the morning on yeah. a Sunday night. Yeah. And you've got to get up for work on the Monday morning. So I think we all had to kind of figure that one out, didn't we? And um yeah, I mean, like eventually you realise actually it's on TV, you can kind of record it, you can, you know, you can... You
0: can mark so what it do you do now then? Like do you, like mine's changed over the years, that's the point, i watched everything at different times over the years, I used to stay up to watch it when I was being single, then I went back to recording it and then the beginning of the season when we was doing well and watching it live again and just drawing my whole week through my sleep pattern... So what do you do What what have you done over the years? Mate, I, I record it, to be honest, and, and watch it live in the morning. I'm not like, looking I, the phone I, Yeah, way. I
1: messed about with getting up at two in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and then going back to bed and just, yeah, it wasn't working for me. So I'll, I'll re- record it or I'll have it on Optus, you know, I'll get up at a.m. and watch it before work and then I'll head into work. I and mean, yeah, what about you, lads? Would you... What's well, so what just... Skip probably can't watch it. Well, that,
0: well
4: that's, that's the thing, I think, um, you know, I've, we've had... It's not been boring in the nine years that i've been here i think you know we, we got promoted the first time in 2013 we got to a cup final in 2014 15 we went down 16 we went back up 17 we went down we've gone down again last, this year so we've had that man but i think um the big thing you notice from doing that yo-yo is that when you're not in the top division and particularly as an expat the access to content, like when you're at home, you get the local paper, you get the local news. You switch on the TV, city are there. Um, mm. Here, it's very very difficult. I mean, obviously, you know, you can go online and read the news and things like that, but actually getting real time quality content is is quite difficult when you're not yeah. in the top league. And yeah. and to be fair, even when you are, if you're Hull City, you're not. On. You're on four times a year in Australia, as you mm-hmm. would be so, in So, year. How, if you don't mind me asking, how,
0: how often does you watch them back at home? I mean, if you were. So, because that's the same gig back at home, right? Whole City, I'm on so, the TV anyway. So, to be fair, like I played football and
4: sat there until I was 25, so I started going to City regularly. There's no scouts listening to this. No. <laughs> no. I, I, I started going to City regularly around 2005, um, our second promotion season out of League One. Um, we did a couple of years in the championship I moved to Manchester in 2006 but I was going home to Hull most weekends okay. and I'm watching City um, and then obviously 2008 got our first promotion to the Premier League so I, I went every week the first Premier League season okay. um, and, and the second one to be fair which is less said about the better but yeah um, I, was, I was pretty regular and then I moved here in 2011 and by that point we were back in the championship and didn't realistically think we'd ever Trouble the Premier League again, and then somehow we ended up yeah, getting Steve Bruce in, and it all kind of changed, and we had a mad four years. Okay,
0: so what about you, Ronnie? So, obviously, you're a uh, yeah, I, I, and we spoke about this before. So, you actually think that there's more where you're from in Bethnal because I don't know this, and that's the, the whole idea of this. Is I think it's fascinating listening to, to other supporters because I was so overwhelmed growing up in Liverpool by Liverpool and Everton. That as soon as I moved over here, it was crazy. Because all my friends and discussion in the pub is seven or eight different football teams, and and I thought that was amazing. And now I actually appreciate it, which is why obviously we're doing this podcast. But you said to me that you actually think that you mix with more Tottenham fans in Sydney than you did.
2: Yeah, so it's, I think it's a funny one living out here because you, where you grow up or where you live, especially down south, you have got a mix because you've not only got all the London clubs, but you've also got. Man United and Liverpool fans, you know, so you, you get a bit of a mix of people that support clubs around across the country. When you move here, you meet people like Skips, <laughs> <laughs> you know, who, who, like, you know, you meet people that support Hull, you know, we were talking today about Richie supports Gillingham. Yeah. You don't really find that in London, but you, I, I would imagine you don't get that at all up north. You won't even come across Spurs fans, I would imagine, no, you, you no, know, or no. Arsenal fans. You might come across an gym? Arsenal fan. But that's because they've won league titles, right? Just the way it works. But when you move here, you do actually meet people that you start mixing with people that start support Hull. And you, you know, they might support someone from the Championship or League One. Or even Everton, you know, very rarely (laughs) you come across Everton. No, No, down south. I think I had one at school. One guy at school supported Everton he was hanging on for them 80s. Oh, it was a good 80s, wasn't it? It was a good 80s. But you, you, right. don't, really, you don't really mix with those guys that, that support teams. So when you come here, you do mix with a bigger bunch. But the surprising thing when you come here is that there is a lot of Spurs fans here. There's a, in Sydney especially, I don't know about Melbourne, but in Sydney there's a lot of Spurs fans. And there's not that many Arsenal. I don't come across many Arsenal fans. Whereas in London, you'd come across a lot more Arsenal fans than you do here, which is a, which is a bit of a strange... I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I go to the Spurs Supporters Club and the Spurs Supporters Club is, you know, obviously it's all Spurs, but it's like, I don't know where the Arsenal one is and I haven't come across an Arsenal fan that talks about going to the Arsenal Supporters Club, whereas if I was back home, you know, more, more people support Arsenal. I, would, I come across more people that support Arsenal. What about you
0: supporting, that, supporting Arsenal even though you live in Luton? What? What's, <laughs> but what's that like? I mean, is that... Is it... coming up? I mean, no. But <laughs> moving from Luton... I'm coming over here. I have no idea what Luton's like, so if you're following us. It's a lovely place. It's <laughs> <That's> a great, <laughs> that's a great airport. Just outside the m 2 <laughs> yeah. No, but what's the, the of, what's the mix of football sports like there? Are they all London? i a
3: lot of my mates are all Luton fans, okay. I think that's kind of just stemmed from going to the games and so forth. And to be fair, I do like, every time I go home, and I think this is one thing when I go home, I always try and get to a Luton game, and an Arsenal, Arsenal game. Um... It, uh, yeah, it's just so different. Okay. Probably, a, probably well, a
2: better uh, atmosphere there. No, though, it is. is no,
3: that's no. One hundred percent. And this is this is. I'm uh, 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 probably going off topic here, but go into a Luton game and go into an Arsenal game. Uh, I see why they
2: call it the library, <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's <laughs> coming from uh, an
3: that. Arsenal fan. And and uh, I think I was in the North Bank, and it was fucking shite. Like it was just no one singing, getting told to sit down. um Luton, on the other hand, was quite lively, lively. lively yeah. to be yeah. fair. And I think I you know, any of my mates listening to this would you know, say the same thing. I'm, I'm sure good. it's the same in Hull. Like, is it still yeah, terraced? Yeah. Have you got terraced at Luton? No, is it all, all seats, seats,
0: mate? All, all seats, not, all seats yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. New stadium on the way, hopefully. OK, well, I do want to get stuck into the football, as we all do, of last weekend and, and the season so far. But just before we do that, I just want to get an idea of how much football we actually watch. Like, I'm going to lay my cards down on the table I watch Everton 90 minutes um, every week. I watch the highlights of games, which I know have been good. Sometimes, if some games are on a reasonable hour, and it's you know a Liverpool City game or a Tottenham Chelsea game or something, I will tune in and try and watch it. A lot of them are on the way to work or something, so you generally just get what you can in. But I generally don't know a lot about other teams compared to what I used to nine years ago when I was watching... Five, six games every weekend, laying there on a Sunday, hungover or whatever, getting a roast dinner, driving down to be mum and dad's and watching it. So how much football do you watch here and how much do you know now compared to maybe previously, at I'd say about
1: equal for me, mate. Yeah, I mean okay. I mean similar to you, mate, every week Liverpool religiously ninety minutes, won't yeah. watch a mini match, has to be ninety minutes. Yeah. Find time for that, even if I've got to delay it until yeah. sometime on Monday when I've got two hours to just sit on my own, watch it. Obviously if it's in the pub on a Saturday night or something or something yeah there, we can get <coughs> for it fantastic. Otherwise, yeah, as many mini matches as I can. So, as just, I just can. So, know, yeah, so yeah, so many much So just
0: so people know So we have uh, um obviously anyone in Australia will know this, but now we have Optus Sport, which is um, which took over the football maybe three years ago. So it used to be Foxtel, which is our equivalent of Sky. It's, it's okay, Optus sponsor
2: us, then they
0: not yet. <laughs> and then, um, but we used to get Foxtel, it used to be on well, it used to be Foxtel 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, like Sky Sports 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and then there would be the live matches on those channels. So there was like 10 teams, and then there'd be an interactive button so you could watch the others. But if you weren't watching it live, you couldn't record it so you had to be a bit lucky that your match was on yeah but now Optus have took it over and Optus have, have made it amazing because obviously you get the full 90 minutes you get on-demand 90 minutes it's now actually got a spoiler there that when you put the game on on the app it doesn't allow you to see any statistics from the match yeah. and you then get a mega mini match which is 45 minutes and then a mini match which is 25 minutes on highlights which is three um so it gives you a lot of options to watch a football um so Ronnie, what do you, I know you're an avid watcher of all sorts.
2: Yeah, I, I watch. Um, I watch a lot now. <laughs> given what your situation is, I understand why you don't watch it all. Yeah, you know promise. when you've got when you've got yeah, a young yeah, yeah, kid, you're yeah, not going to yeah. watch the games. I tend to watch. I will watch Spurs games and sometimes I'll watch them twice so I'll watch two 90s I know it's sounds Look ridiculous now it the first I've got to do my <laughs> <That's game>. that <laughs> true, Yeah, that is true that is true I'm normally coming <laughs> <this year, laughs> back to back, later, back, like, back, yeah. to back or? No, I think the hard thing is for me the first game is usually on at let's say 10.30 to 12.30 and then once you watch the first game I'm easily going to watch the uh, next game and the next game. And then the worst thing is, if I, get up to, if I stay up to watch Spurs, at, let's say at half one in the morning, two in the morning, and I think to myself, if Spurs play well here, I'll be fine. I'll get asleep. Not at all. If Spurs play bad, I, it then winds me up and I can't get asleep. Or if they play really well, I'm on too much of a high and then I can't get bed. But <laughs> the, 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 I guess the, in the morning sometimes, I don't know if anyone else has this, but in mornings, um, in, morning, in the morning, you wake up in the morning and I normally know how Spurs have got on because I've got loads of messages from my mates who are West Ham fans and Arsenal fans. <laughs> so if I, if I wake up in the morning and I haven't watched the game for whatever reason, if I've got loads of messages on my phone, I know that West Ham um, Spurs have lost. lost uh... If my phone's silent... Yeah but well, that's, that's the, the problem
0: if you look at your WhatsApp messages and I've got
2: a million match
0: chats with really, really mates back home and you know and I know by how many messages you can't go near it, <laughs> yeah. be, it's no. ruined it, isn't it, if you if you go anywhere.
2: But there is there is a there is a nice thing like about watching football during the night. Like because you know, we'll go out on a Saturday, we'll go out, we'll obviously have a few bevies, we'll come home. And then at about nine o'clock, everyone will go, right, should we go and watch the football? And everyone will go back to someone's house and watch the football. And you'll watch the first game and the second game. And it's actually, that's actually quite nice. It's a bit of a different experience than being at home in a pub on a Saturday afternoon, which I love as well. But doing it out here when you've been out all day and then you go and watch the football, Yeah,
4: yeah it's yeah. a different experience. You know, It's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a
2: different way of watching it, which... Is, is a bit stranger but it does work it does yeah, work yeah, you yeah. know like it does even those 3 o'clock in the morning games they work you know they yeah. do work if you've got to get up for work in the morning then it's it is painful but it's, yeah. do, it's doable yeah. it's doable okay so the other thing is
0: <clears throat> I I pay a lot more attention to different teams now than I used to because I associate people with various teams like obviously Selfish Space particularly Skip with Hall, because Hull's no one I've ever even so it's a bit different with you with Arsenal because Arsenal even Spurs to, to some extent and definitely Liverpool are a team where it's shoved in our faces through the media but I'm interested to get people's perceptions of, particularly me as an Everton fan is that we have our own expectations of where we should be and when you listen to what the other supporters talk about your teams and they think you've played well or they think you're doing well and you don't as that changed do you since you've moved over here, do you sit where you want to sit in the perceived global sort of um, hierarchy of, of football teams? For me, and I've always probably put Everton and most Evertonians do on a pedestal, which is probably not relative to where where we are. Do you think that Spurs, for example,
2: are? I mean, if I look, I'll answer it first. I've I've got, um, you know, I just mentioned that being a Spurs fan for so long, and yeah. you know, being. In the shadow of Arsenal, as you like, and a lot of other clubs. It's been hard. Like it's been like a lot of years going to school and you know, Arsenal winning the, you know, the double and coming in, and Spurs are not really doing anything. The hardest thing about that is that now Spurs over the last 10 years have started to just sort of turn a corner. But the problem you find is that now with football fans is as soon as a club starts to do slightly well it's like we deserve to be where we are and you only have to listen to the radio to see what Spurs fans are like now. It's like they think that we should be winning a league or, whereas we've never won a league. So why should we be winning? No, that? you haven't won many. No, 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 not at all. I mean, Everton would be a prime example, right? We were yeah. I class Everton as a similar size club to Spurs, yeah. right? Yeah. In the sense that... We've both been in the shadow of our. But I think club. that something a lot bigger. than No, coming on no, no, no. no. That... But I just think to myself that I think now Spurs fans have got carried away with themselves to think that there's some kind of we deserve to be there. Divide, where, right. to be quite honest, yeah. we don't. You know, we do because we're a big club. But we've only just, you know, we've only just really taken off in the last ten years, right? And that's meaning getting into the Champions League, fighting for top four without winning trophies. You know, okay, we had that year where we finished third, didn't we? We were second all season, and people say we should have won the league. But Leicester were like ten or eleven points clear, already clear of us. We yeah. shouldn't have won the league. But you look at that and go, what happens that? It brings a new generation of fans that start coming through that go, oh, they think they deserve to be somewhere. And I've never been that case. I, you know, I've watched Spurs for so long. It's, I'm, I'm happy with them just progressing, and I see progress at Spurs. And now it's different because. Every season, you've got six clubs that you're fighting against. Yeah, you've got okay. four to six clubs. 15 years ago, you really just had two clubs fighting for the league. Now, you've really got... There's a lot more other clubs that are fighting teams to actually push do you, them. Do you think there's a lot been more
1: progression than. since Mourinho's come in? Then? Oh, you without
2: know, a doubt. I mean, look, I will, I'll, I'll be doing, look, I'll say it here first, that I wasn't a fan. I, I love Mourinho, but I love Mourinho at Chelsea. I didn't think he was the right man for Spurs. After what Pochettino done... And the way Spurs like to conduct themselves and play football, I didn't think he was the right manager. But now it's quite clear that if he keeps going the way that he's going to go, you know, why couldn't they win the league this year? I I, mean, I'm not, I'm not. not, Why couldn't they? Liverpool in in a season where there's no fans, where there's a season where Mourinho just knows how to nick games. Why Liverpool are moaning about not having so many injuries because the (laughs) fixture list, and you've got you've got Man City, who Pep, you know, has got everything against him. You've got a war chest of a billion dollars, you know. Why why couldn't why couldn't Spurs do it? You know, I'm not. I don't think they will. I think they'll be top four definitely. But there's definitely been progress, and he's got the squad. He's got a squad of players, and when you've got if he can get them defending right, which he done the other day, if you and when you've got Son and Kane in that team only need a chance they only need one okay. or two chances they can nick games so while we're with Tottenham let's stay with, with
0: Tottenham while, while, while we're plugging them uh, while, you're, while you're plugging them <laughs> well I mean I'm sitting here in my kit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so
2: so how do you think you're going to do this season? now are you looking back you think you were wrong about Mourinho I mean yeah definitely without a shadow of a doubt I think he um, he's brought in a resilience and you know even just I don't know how he works from day to day but just watching that documentary he's you could tell the way he interacts with the players that, you know, he's, he's, on, a, he's on a more psychological level with these players. Where Is that because of that Amazon Yeah, bar. yeah, but I'm saying you only need to watch it. <laughs> you, only, you only need to watch it to see how he, how he interacts with players. Don't, don't, you, don't you think a lot of that was... Maybe, that maybe. But why, 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 the, re, the same reason I think it... Do you think he put that all on? Do you really think he put that all I on? I don't know. I don't, think you put, I don't think you can put that all on, mate. I don't think you can put that all on and then yeah, yeah, be the way you are with players and getting them to respond the way you need them to respond. And I, right. I don't think, like, you only have to look at that on Dombele this season to see that if that's not a response from a player who was struggling, who they couldn't even get him to make, I think one game they worked out that he only made one sprint in the whole game. Yeah. I mean, drive, if you're—I mean, I don't want to go into any stats here. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, only, you only need to see that to see that there's been a response from certain players. Now, you look at Ali and say, "Well, he's there's something he hasn't responded the way that Mourinho wants him to respond." No. Yeah, but he's definitely—he's definitely done something. There's no doubt about that. Like you only, the games against Burnley and uh, West Brom, yeah. those games, Spurs wouldn't have won last season. They wouldn't have nicked them. They wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't have done it the dirty and way. That's, but let's but let's got, be fair as well.
4: Like you've had an unlucky last-minute penalty over Newcastle. Like you've had. And uh, the, West the West Ham game, the three-all West Ham three a like you should be. Which I think. I with. think the
2: West Ham game. To be quite honest, the West Ham game was a fair result. I think West Ham deserved to nick something. I hate yeah. to say it, but I think they did the way they played in the second half. But well, if you've you've got the nuts to it, that from but, 30 yards
4: in But that Newcastle game. That
2: Newcastle game. I've got, I can't think of many others where this season that Spurs it's really you know Everton first game of the season deserved to lose that's a crazy no but it deserved to lose at the time it was like oh have they you know Spurs have played so well I don't think it played so bad I don't think it was Spurs playing bad I think it was Everton Everton actually Everton Mm. played well and they they nullified Spurs and everyone was like giving it giving it that Spurs shouldn't have you know shouldn't have actually played the way they played and Everton were not as good but then the next four games it was we, like we
0: actually ever. we were a new identi- identity team we really, yeah. that point. Yeah. so yeah. slightly different
2: but i i think just going back to your point i think spurs i think they'll finish above chelsea because i think defensively they'll be better than chelsea over the course of the season okay then so but i think that it'll be liverpool man city spurs yeah yeah and then and then uh... so so i didn't watch the game
0: from the weekend because it was 0-0 mm. and i couldn't be bothered watching a highlight of 0-0 but what i've read was that you park the bus, so to speak,
2: is that? Yeah, look, I'd agree with that. I think that, um, I said to you earlier that if Spurs would have let in a goal, Spurs were in trouble because in that game the other day, although we defended well and we set up well to nullify Chelsea, it was all Chelsea coming forward. And we rely on when Kane and Son are playing well. So going forward, we can nick a goal, mm. nick two goals because they're so, uh, you know, they can they, they score from anywhere. I thought Chelsea but, were cautious as well though. But I they didn't good. overcommit. And I think that's that's
4: maybe credit to Tottenham that they've got those two players where if you do you get done. I, I think Spurs yeah. are great at that. They're the best team in the league at playing on the break at the moment. Because they've got the best player in the
2: league. That's what was interesting <laughs> though. It's not like the old arsenal. No, no, but that's what that's, of the that's best. what was that's that's what was interesting. Just 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 one little one last point. The, the interesting thing was I think that if Spurs If Chelsea would have scored, they'd have scored one goal, that game would have been all over. Because Spurs, on that day, Kane didn't play that well. Chelsea defended well, but Kane wasn't in the game and neither was Son. So we didn't have, whereas usually we defend and we've got them playing well, that game we just didn't have them. So I think it was a fair result looking at it, and it was a crap game. And I think both teams would probably look at it as a good result. But I think Spurs probably come out of that thinking probably just slightly more because... Be delighted. because they'll be more delighted about yeah, it as well. Okay. Yeah, definitely. and it's good because
0: I didn't know much about that game apart from well, the to trust me, the don't watch
2: it, de- definitely don't watch it exactly. It well,
0: means. you know, that, that's obviously why we're here. So, Arsenal changed, so um, terrible, lost again from the oh. right So, what's going is, on? Man? Yeah, it's
3: like, I, I don't know, I, I watched the game, obviously, the highlights, and it was um, just torn apart to be honest it's just no substance in the team there's no kind of backbone there's no what we lack is the whole there's nobody being creative at all it's just so you know has and scored you no know, he's gone off the boil eh? he signed his contract the they they right? yeah. but that's the same thing that happened with Ertzal right it's signed a big contract there's all the big hoo-ha getting Ertzal and same with Bamiyang And. so what
0: started, would be a good season good for Arsenal now then I'll get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's the worst. It's
3: the worst. It's the worst. You know, for God knows how many years, it's the worst. Point what, what are
1: you missing as a team? Then do you think, like, because oh. it was all positive oh. when he, when Arteta came in and it was yeah. looking good. What well, think, is he? What is he doing wrong for you? you I say? just think
3: I think it's it's the difference of having an experienced manager. Like, I know you didn't kind of not so much rate Mourinho, but you know there was obviously questions when he went to Spurs, but. You know he's a good manager. He's one you know did amazing at Chelsea. He's won a lot of trophies. Again, I I love Arteta because I think when you know back in the day when he was playing for us, he was amazing um, and good to have. And you know Emery, I think his tactics were very kind of European. If that makes sense. Mm. And I think the biggest thing for Arsenal is like we don't counter very well. Like I think our average passing before we have a shot is fifty-four passes.
2: I think you've just had unnecessary. the. Unnecessary. There's yeah. shots in the league so as well. Unnecessary. The shots it's like, the
3: league, just, I think. just take a shot. Like, yeah. you know, you pay the ball, it looks so nice, you, but then people. I think, I think the difference is people know how to play and, against Arsenal now. It's so, like, we'll let them counter, we'll get behind, we'll defend, and then we'll just let them pass it around.
0: So, have you noticed a big difference in the style of play? Sin, obviously since Archie Wenger's gone, but yeah, since know, Arteta's come, I've just thought I could maybe is a bit more solid. And I, I thought he was going to be really good, I'll be honest. To be, but, it, to be fair, like, Arsenal have always been good on the break, when me was
3: there, when Burkham, when we had Fabregas, we had playmakers, we'd pass and we'd cut, cut the ball through and then someone would take the opportunity. Yeah. But with, with all due respect, that's easy
4: when you've got players like that. Well, yeah, great, great but you know, as game. a as so a big top five like, team, you, you, you kind don't, of need to replace them with, you know. But you you don't have those players anymore. So, you, but I I watched that game the other morning. I agree. I thought they were shocking. But I think terrible. He has just signed. Got New torn here. up
3: by Traore.
4: He, he has signed New a, a Yang, but yeah. he's bottled a, a header with five minutes to go, six yards out, because he's seen the fullback back it down, and that's. That's like, it's unforgivable, really. He's your captain. I, I so know, the, like, the problems go deeper than that. It's mean, He's not scored in a while. And he's, he's a bit yeah. short of confidence, but he's, he's, but he's, he's, he's shit the header six yards out and you're 2-1 yeah, down. And you can't be doing that. It doesn't matter what you are. And you're a professional. You put your head there. You watch that bat, and it was played back. Samido's coming in to cover from right back, and you think, Les Ferdinand scores. Duncan Ferguson it's scores. Big Legends oh, puts that way You could make a more
0: bammy hand to Duncan Ferguson, you. Well, well to, to be fair,
4: it any, Rob- yeah. all right, Robbie Fowler scores. it like, yeah, don't okay. need to be big. It's have being to be brave and okay. you get the opportunity to yeah. yeah. do it. And I think that's, that's more of a, an attitude and cultural
0: problem for Arsenal than a real problem. I think there's thing. no one really
3: just, I don't know, leading.
0: I'll be honest with I think Arsenal are in the realms of being a bit of a nothing team right now. I don't know what you guys think, like, obviously, st- Ronnie's got his own um, bias for me, but, yeah, no, no. but I, think I, I look at Arsenal now and I, don't think, I think they're a yeah, bit of a nothing
3: I, team. I think, I think the thing that everyone misses out, you've obviously got the big teams, like City, Liverpool, you know, Oh, it's not. Um, But then it, it's, it's the peripheral teams. I feel like they're getting closer and much closer. Better, mate. Much better. Yeah, that's like a story. story. Look at this, this season. I think, yeah. I think I think, yeah. I think that it's changed so much now. I think the league is so much more competitive, and that's yeah. why it's been yeah. well. I mean, but even but
1: the last two seasons, you look at City and Liverpool, and then this season there's been a massive contraction.
3: Mm. I don't. I mean, I
1: don't know the points I think, after
3: I think, ten games, but I imagine if you look at yeah, mate, I think nothing in Season, After the matches. whole Leicester, you know, that crazy season that we have, I think everyone else is like, well, we, we, if we learn how to play against other teams, when well, we can get a result here, mm. you know, yeah. getting a point, that's, that's massive. It is,
0: yeah. You know,
3: in today's world, it's massive. It but is. I, you know, again, you know, obviously those teams have
0: big budgets, but yeah. you
3: know, look, at, I think Wolves are doing, you know, fantastic. There's I a lot more teams is. in the
0: mix now than than, than when it was. Um, there's definitely, there's definitely one scene for me to stand above on. Pains, really painful to say it. And um sort of where I couldn't see you but unfortunately there's uh, my local rivals. And while while I'm speaking about Liverpool, pool um, or while you're gonna speak about Liverpool, obviously uh, <coughs> I hated them. Um I'm an American fan, couldn't stand them. Um and when I came over here, because i 'cause I'm, I'm gonna ask everyone about um a memorable experience if you like of watching a football team since they've come to Australia and when I lived in Perth I came over here and I've lived there for I don't know maybe 18 months and I went on a bit of a road trip up north (coughs) well uh, whole west coast of WA 10 hours north in the middle of nowhere there was more kangaroos than there was people mate in this town (laughs) and we ran out of beer and I drove on a I had, I had had a few, but I drove in a pitch black, dodging kangaroos, about 15 minutes to the local Bottle O with a couple of mates, because we run out of drink, and all the Bottle O's people all the expats will know, uh, are, um, are attached to the, the pubs, and it was a Sunday night, so it was a Sunday lunchtime game, and it was Liverpool-Norwich, mm-hmm. I walked into the Bottle O, big game, and at the time there was four games left, with Brendan Rodgers when they were Swar- just, about, just about yeah, just Suarez. about to league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there must have been the whole population of not just that town but the one next to it, all watching Liverpool. I was it took my breath away. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I hadn't seen a person in about half an hour apart from just doing this journey, it was that remote. And it changed my opinion a bit of Liverpool, but I was actually oh, I was actually proud to be from Liverpool and wow. watching and see how many people were following this football team. As much as I hate them, it was a bit of a reality check of where Everton are in comparison. Um, I shouldn't really be saying this on record, <laughs> but no, but it, it was. You and, um, you're from the city, aren't you? And you So, know, yeah, you, and since then, unfortunately, Liverpool have really gone from set, to set the last like, the last few years. And um, unfortunately, you had the, the best team in the league right now, one of the best teams, or probably the best form team in Europe, if you like. Um, so,
2: there you go, mate. I so, couldn't
0: have, I've given you a better it's a, lovely intro, it's a lovely intro. golf. So, um, well, I mean, it hasn't, yeah, I mean, it hasn't all been so a rose,
1: mate. I mean, well, if you remember, like, when I moved over here, sort of 2011, like, well, 2010, Roy Hodgson was in charge, and it was, it was horrible stuff, mate. I mean, you know, I'd spent a few years, the naughties were good, you know, we won, Obviously, Champions League, FA Cup. Is when you had Obviously, the Champions League. <laughs> <You remember that? laughs> yeah, obviously good. But that's when it really started to fester that we hadn't won the title. It had been since 90. Yeah. And it had got to 15 years. And then, you know, we had cut wins. That was great. That's when I was living in yeah. Liverpool. Like, you've yeah. been there as well. Yeah. You know, and that, I feel like that's when it really started to fester that, right, we need a title. And then we had some really bad years under, you know, I mean, no disrespect to Roy, but... You know, weren't the best years. Some tough watching, mate. Getting up early, watching UEFA Cup games, nil nil away to, you know, every this and that. Watching yeah, Europe, mate. Horrible you stuff. On, God, doing at the moment. yeah, you'll be familiar with it, James. Long yeah, long, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, that's how long ago watch it was. Oh, you know, him. you know, and there's points I've definitely nearly tapped out and just went, "Why am I doing this?" Yeah. But um, then, yeah, Brendan <laughs> Rodgers was, was the change, mate, when Kenny Kenny got him in and. You know, we made a few decent signings and he really fostered something and we had that season obviously where we nearly won the title and we had Sterling, uh, Sturridge, Suarez up front and that was the first season I watched this where I was just like, fucking hell, this is, we are looking, Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, really you're, fantastic you're season. season that you remember we went on, on that, been, yeah. we went on that Should run, be. didn't we, from Christmas where we won, th- I think it was 30 or 14 on the trot so and it was just... if you don't mind me asking,
0: <sighs> were you watching those games live then?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as much yeah, as yeah. I could that season because yeah. it just grabbed me, obviously, and like, yeah, um,
2: it's easier to win when you know, watch when you know you're going to win. wow well,
1: I mean, after <laughs> yeah. that long mate of just shit losing <laughs> I was, I was games, like of the the course you're going <laughs> to you're going to get into it. But anyway, that was a real change, and obviously it ended in fucking disappointment with the Gerard slipper. We don't need to go into yeah, that. Yeah. but yeah. to go into that, but then yeah, obviously we've built from there, and and you know Fenway have done a fantastic job, in my opinion. By the way, you can't look. Back Hour, since they've taken over the club, it's been well. If it was up to right them, you'd be in a separate league. There, right <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we'll that's another conversation, that, yeah. another conversation, another <laughs> yeah. conversation, yeah. But I mean, you know, they've done fantastic to get Klopp in. Yeah, and you know everyone can see what he's built since then do you know what I mean it's been amazing just everything around the club the recruitment's been incredible and I feel like we've kind of changed the face of what people expect from their clubs now it's got this mood from the noughties where you just wanted to sign the best players yeah. it's moved to you want to sign quality you want to sign you know younger players or you want to see players develop Okay, you know and you want to, yeah. you want to see them develop value for the club yeah. basically so, so yeah
0: so um, in particular obviously because you would I mean, you've got the Champions League and the league in the last two seasons. So, obviously, living in Australia, you feel that like that's something you've missed out on. And I was it for you here, maybe. Obviously, being from Essex, which you know, another little dig there, but is that is that a, is that a a huge difference for yeah, it you it was think. mate
1: yeah. yeah yeah I think yeah you'd love to have been back there mate I mean I was there for the 2005 Champions League final yeah. in Liverpool and I think most most Reds fans would say that's one yeah. the best you went to the parade didn't you mate. I mean that was <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah you remember the parade uh, the, there's a story there's <laughs> a story <laughs> there <story, laughs> <mate. I> <laughs> it was incredible yeah, you know, that years, but, yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, I mean I was watching it just quickly Istanbul I was watching it in Lloyds in the middle of Liverpool and obviously we're 3-0 down at half time and literally I mean people are walking out of there and what a yeah. comeback second half I mean it's, it's gone yeah. one of the best your yeah. best games of all time comebacks isn't it but bringing it back to this season actually mate, he lost, beat the next like, season up but... yeah he did uh, 2007 yeah, yeah season yeah, after I think yeah next season was Arsenal lost in the didn't uh, they yeah, yeah and then we lost next year Uh but yeah bringing it back to this season mate I mean, I'm happy so far. I think we've, we've had a tough season. Ups and downs. Uh, I mean, performances that were good for me. Chelsea 2-0 away yeah. was a great win, second game in. We've actually had, a, if you look at our fixtures, we've had a tough first 10 games as well. We've had City, we've had Chelsea away. Uh, Leicester 3-0 last week was, I mean, a fantastic yeah, result. That was we played yeah. really, really well. They'd come to the back of winning four away games, beating Tottenham, I think, beating... I can't else. remember, mate. So, but you won't go on about it, but yeah, that okay. was a great performance. So, that performance filled me with a bit of confidence. And I thought, you know what, we're going to be up and down, okay. we've got injuries and stuff. But, uh, so, where do you, but,
2: yeah, I'm, where,
1: I'm where, do you where are you saying this year? Then, what you, I've got a fancy us, mate. Yeah, I'll fancy us to win it. Where do won't you stand with the Champions
0: League? How important is the Champions League this year? Well, oh, do you even after winning the league last year, oh, yeah? do you still want to win? The league more than the Champions League this it's, year. I think
1: if you ask Klopp that, he'd say I want to win both, and I feel the same. I don't, I don't think he's going to discriminate. I think yeah, I want to win both. I don't see why we can't. We've got the players, we've got the squad.
0: First, well more, <laughs> more important,
1: yeah. That's yeah, that's probably. First, I, think get I would never prioritise. I think yeah. <laughs> but again, no, I, I'd I'd like the, I guess both.
2: this is another reason why I, like, I just think the league's the most important one. But for me, I do as well. Be, yeah, be yeah, the best. Be the best team in your country. You know, like even though when you won it in two thousand and five. Where'd you finish in the league? Look at it. I mean, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that that's the change in the way that people think about football now. It's all about the Champions League. It's like, oh. Take the lead.
4: I, I, yeah. I think Man City fans would spot one league title for a European well,
1: Cup. There you go, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but that's Especially if the... you yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Ask that's them
2: what absolutely. they would have had before they won the league title. depends
4: on
0: your yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. circumstances. Yeah, I get your point. Yeah, they're okay. Barely, yeah. So, yeah. okay, so that's enough about Liverpool anyway. So, um, Skip. <laughs> 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 so an um, listen, I, you know, Hull obviously being a couple of leagues below, we, we know the top of the table now for both. But what's interesting for me about Hull is. I've seen Jared Bowen score again for West Ham um, yesterday, and he's one of the a, a few now who've moved on from Hull. Mm-hmm. And he seems to have produced quite a few players, or bought a few players. Um, standout ones, obviously, um, that horrible guy, Robertson, at Liverpool. And Harry Maguire at Man United, um, and, and Jared Bowen. How much did you get for him? 2022, <coughs> 20, 20, well... 22 was what the club put out. I think so it is this less than that. is this some little success story, like a, a you know a Preston North End the up? No, actually, all
4: the I, players think, I think in, in terms of the way the club, I think going back to your original question ten minutes ago, like where the club are at now, they're perceived. I think in 2008 when we we got promoted for the first time to the Premier League, we're the biggest city in Europe never to have had a top flight football team. So I think that the story that we've had in the last 14 years is well, I don't know it, Bristol. Don't want to jump in there, but Bristol. Won't. No, mm. Bristol have had a top five football team. Yeah, oh, what in the f- old first division. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Yeah, so not Premier League, not. Not Premier League. It was on his notes. So now now that honour goes to Plymouth and they're welcome to it and I think like I think um, Ooh, a little dig at Plymouth is. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I I they have the journey that we had. I think us Swansea and, and clubs like that that have that have done it, it's 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 a good thing, right? But um Uh but yeah, having had that and then what we've experienced with the players that we brought in, I think you can, you can put it down to Steve Bruce and, and, and his scouting system, people like Stan Ternan who spotted Andy Robertson and, and Harry Maguire and we took a gamble on on people like that and we paid very little money. I think it was yeah. three million all in for Robbo, two and a half million up front for Harry Maguire. Um, but even beyond that, established people that got attracted to the club, Tom Huddleston who played for England, Jake Livermore, who played mm. for England. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan Mason. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Shane Long, Unica Jelovic yeah, yeah. oh, like um, Rob Snodgrass, like Snoddy. Snoddy. If, if, you, if you look at that team that got to the cup final, I honestly think if if Long and Jelovic hadn't been cup tied, we'd have won the game. Um, I think. Um, the following year, I, I think they. The challenge for us, I think, has been transfer windows. I think we get bullied in transfer windows. I think we we have done traditionally down the years and got a nasty habit of selling out better players at stupid times without time to replace them for yeah, not yeah. enough money to replace them with. I think when Marco Silva took over in the January, they sold Snodgrass, They let Jake Livermore go mm. to to rivals, and then mm. he was fighting a losing battle anyway. And we had an upturn in fortunes, we didn't go down by a one way. And I'm not saying we would have stayed up if we would have kept those two, but Snoddy was our best player in the first half of that okay. season. Yeah, yeah. Jaitlin Moll was starting every week. and um, So it's frustrating. I think it's a missed opportunity for the club. I think it's a, it's a terrible thing for the city in terms of investment in the city and what it meant um, for the, the, the broader community. that yeah. benefited from having a, a, a Premier League football club but we are where we are, and, and last season was a disaster again. Selling Jared Bowen and Kamil Krasinski in January. We were one point off the playoffs on New yeah. Year's Day. We went to Chef Wednesday and won 1-0. Okay. Um, and then to end up finishing bottom of the league, winning one game after New Year's Day was a fucking travesty, for want of a better expression, right? So, um, But we found ourselves in League One. I think Grant McCann done well to keep his job. But we've bounced back, to the top of the league, um, we've won nine, lost three, uh, I think he's brought in players that want to be at the club, which is, is the main thing, and, um, and and League One is a, a level where he's had a lot of experience as a player and previously as a manager at, at places like Peterborough and Donny, yeah. uh, and, and, it, and it's so far so good. But I think we don't want to be a Pompey or a Forest or a Leeds or a Sunderland that you end up down there for two or three years and then it becomes really, really difficult to get Tough. out of it. I think that this year is about getting out of the league. I think um if we don't go up, I think there'll be unfortunately for Grant McCann, even if he loses the playoff final, for example, he'll probably be under pressure. So third and not going up will be probably not good enough. Okay. I think we need to go up and ideally ideally automatically. Um
3: was that so, game against Luton there? It chain? was, yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. That. Luton yeah. fan for a minute, are Well, I've just put my, oh, yeah. my Logan shirt back on. Whatever <laughs> no, it was.
4: No, well, no, we, yes. we, we we spoke about that before the game, with you know a couple of games left, and I think we both said like the winner stays up and the loser goes down. And mm-hmm. um, but the worst one was the eight 0 at Wigan, wasn't it? Where
0: they tossed it off and gave up. And, okay. So. Well, skip, mate. The top of the league now, doing really well. Yeah. That's mm. the exact thing we want. We, you know, hopefully we can try and. Get this out there to as many football fans um, across the whole country yes um championship league one is the chance to maybe get on and, and plug their own team mm-hmm. but for you as a as a whole fan or and i'm not patronizing you here but as a championship yeah. or League one fan now yeah how do you find it when you because obviously we're used to talking to new people every time we go out somewhere and usually the, the common ground is always football so yeah. being a whole fan Obviously talking amongst the Premier League, do you find that there's more championship fans over here than you know, everyone in Hull I should imagine supports Hull? So there must have been a mad new experience no, for you? far from yeah. it
4: actually. So growing up there's, there was fans of all clubs really. Like The 80s they had a decent decade, the 90s was a terrible decade for Hull. So there was a lot of fans of all sorts of clubs. I know loads of Spurs fans in Hull, I know loads of Liverpool fans, Honestly? I know loads of Man U fans. Alone. Oh wow, that yeah. surprises me. Yeah. But, that. Big club but, man. But like a lot, a lot of kids our age, like when they were growing up, their favourite players were Gary Lineker and Gaza, right? So you've got spares there, Glenn Hobble, right, and yeah. um, Brian Robson and. Liverpool were amazing,
0: so... Okay, so we'll, we'll get on to the England international thing soon, because yeah. I definitely want to talk about that, but before we do, I want to um, obviously talk about Everton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I listen to a million gazillion podcasts a day about Everton. Oh, it looks um, like right we're
3: out of time. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the first podcast. You might have to wrap uh, this up. Um,
0: and you're not a, to give everyone an idea, and I'm, I'm on a load of WhatsApp groups over here and a lot of them are now renamed Everton Fan Clubs because um, I sort of dominate the chat with about Everton. Um, but yeah, um, really excited to the start of the season, followed it through, amazing. I was obviously flying flying after awesome. four games, awesome. in, and then we play Liverpool and it all goes to pot, as per usual. But um, I'll be honest with you, I'm just going to talk about recently here because I don't want to get into the whole season. But I've been a bit disappointed with <laughs> lately with Carlo Maxillotti and it really surprised me mm. how baffling his team selections have been. How poor we are at the back for an Italian manager to have so many deficiencies with his team. And you've got to remember, right, Evan, fans, well, I argue with them all day on various forums and whatnot about he's got to buy his own players. On Saturday against Leeds, right, We had four players of our own of his signings. So that's four of his own, right? So you've got uh, Ben Godfrey, James Rodriguez, and obviously the two be Corey and Allen. Yeah. We've just given Michael Keane a five-year contract, so there's one more. He's backed Jordan Pickford to Mm -hmm. the hilt. In fact, he bought a keeper, brought him in for one game, and then dropped him and put Pickford back in. So he's he's telling me that he's happy with Pickford and Keane. Mm and then there's not a manager who's going to take over Everton and not be happy with Dominic calvert when he's the top scorer and obviously the Charleston that's a big percentage of the team there of I would say he's happy with mm. you're talking eight players there yeah, except yeah. so Luca Dean's a massive miss right now in, you know and Robertson competing for the best left back in the league for me mm. as our attacking outlet he's superb but his team we played Alex Iroby left wing back yeah. he's been really and Tom struggling. Davis right wing back yeah yeah. and then I just find it and everyone's got Ancelotti on the halo we ever and, I, and I, that's what I want to ask you guys here now because I, do you look at Carlo Ancelotti now when we got him and think it's like Man City getting Sven or maybe Sven didn't have the profile Ancelotti did but Maybe Man United getting a Van Gaal, or maybe England getting a Capello. Maybe a manager who's got a big reputation and is maybe. Or did you think, wow, like if you didn't get Klopp, would you be happy with Ancelotti? If you got rid of no, would you be happy with Ancelotti? I
2: think, I think you've got to look at the. I think you've got to look at some track records here. I think even if you look at you take Klopp as an advantage, uh, as an example here, you've got to say to yourself, well, Klopp in his first season, right? First season, first year and a half. There weren't a lot of progress that nah. was going on there. No. There wasn't like no. I I I would like Didn't get to get into a league cup final. No, but uh, well, you Cup got and stuff, But, but yeah, no, no. I would, agree I would that.
1: still. I would it's more s- internal. Progress I would
2: still say like you had Rogers come out that finished second of the league and like only yeah. lost it in the last game of the season to bring in Klopp in, who everyone was great, all great behind, but he still took time to get going, and I well, think I think they take time well, to get going because your team have, was. Yeah, but I still, but I still think I think yeah. whatever manager you bring in, you've got to give them two or three windows. And I know they don't get that necessarily. But a player like Ancelotti, if he come into that, he can't, uh, a manager comes into that team, that squad of Everton players, and you looked at it honestly, you'd go, there needs to be some massive changes. Yeah, and I, and I agree now, with that. Now, if you make those massive changes, you're not gonna, you're not gonna bring eight players in, right? You've got to do it. You've got to do it over two or three windows. Now he's had what two? Two windows, yeah, two windows. Right, I, th- I think, I think personally, you've got to give him this next one, and you've got to see where you are at the end of the year, because I, I, I can see some improvements in Everton. Yeah. I, uh, I don't see, I don't see, I don't watch Everton okay. like you watch okay. them, but I think that after of those first few games this year, I think Everton, they need to work out how they are going to roll Hammers out. Like, and, yeah. I, and I said this earlier about the defending thing; it is a big thing because if you haven't got the ball. <laughs> Everton are open. They're open to to, to attacks. Now, when you've got the ball, it's fine. But when you haven't got the ball, it's... So now they have to work out how they're utilising him and how they can get him in the game all the time. And at this moment in time, I think the first few games of the season was very easy. All right, you come unstuck against Liverpool, but you still got the draw, which was a great result because I didn't think you deserved anything personally. I think you, you, you eat... But the positive out of that game was that you eat the result out. And everyone was like... You know what? Last this time last season, we wouldn't have done that. We would we would have lost that game. Yeah. So the positive was that we, we nicked a point. We wouldn't have nicked a point before. But then, oh, after that, it's all gone to a bit, gone to crap a little bit. But I think the next the next window, you see where they are they've definitely improved in, in, the, in the striker um, Calvert-Lewin you've got a player that can get you 20 goals yeah so I wanted to go on to Calvert-Lewin a
0: bit as well because I know you skip um, you told me before that you asked me at the beginning of the season I'm thinking about putting Calvert-Lewin in my fantasy team and I was like well, don't bother and that's a bit embarrassing for me watching him every week we Uh, didn't have a bet mate is he in your team now he is in my team (laughs) now I I,
4: I think uh, I offered you a couple hundred dollars that you get 15 league goals didn't I and you didn't respond so
0: Uh. alright that doesn't sound like me to to refuse a bet (laughs) but but, yeah I want to speak about Calvert-Lewin he's obviously um, playing for England now and um, he's been amazing for Everton this season, he's a uh, deserves it. He does, and, and he, he comes over as a really good guy. And he's, he's a he's a monster, isn't he? He's just improved vastly this season. He's obviously got hammers laying him on with Charles. We've got a really really good front front three. Where where do you see him at the moment? It's, we've got a few Everton fans, you know, thinking he could turn into a Harry Kane. But where, where do you oh, see I him? I think he looks like I think. he's definitely
3: got he's definitely, a, he's he's definitely got go. as Harry Kane, man. He's,
2: yeah. he's definitely got the attributes. Yeah, like if you look at what he's got, he's definitely got the attributes. He's got everything going for him, and what he's got on top of it is that he ad, he's a proper grafter, isn't he? He yeah. works. He works hard. He works to change oh, Harry Kane. All right, he's, he's changed his game this season to be a bit more of a box box player, but. If you look at what he does in terms of attributes, I mean, I watched him a couple of weeks ago. and I can't remember who it was against. He come off the defender, so it was a long ball from the keeper. He comes, he's playing on the defender's shoulder, but he nicks in front of the defender. He wins, he he chests it down. I think that was last week, but the other week he 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 won a flick on. He 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 nicked a flick on, and And then he won the flick on. He won it himself. And I think he won a he won a pen or he won a tackle right on the edge. Won a foul right on the edge of his box, on the edge of the box. But he 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 won his own flick on, and I was like, wow, like that's pretty impressive. That because he didn't just won, you know, he rose like a slam salmon, won the head, won the flick on, knocked it on. But then to get onto it and then yeah. win the foul, yeah. um, I just think you look at Everton's team, mate. I think you have got to look at if you go through most teams, and not Arsenal's because I don't think I get. But if you look at if you look at Everton, you go right. You look at your real good players, players that could get into most, get into some teams in the top four, right? Yeah. Look at the left back. He's probably the second. I think he's the second best left yeah. back in the league, right? Yeah. yeah. On yeah. form, so, I think he yeah. is. Right. Yeah. I think Allen's a very, very good player. I think over the course he of the was season, the the team, season well. he was. You've I mean, got he Dam- was. Dominic so, Calvert Lewin, who's another one that would, get, you know, all right, he might not get into the top teams, but he's outside of those. I would say the top main strikers. Majority. calvert Lewin's no, knocking on the door. You can't no. say it off of just one good season with a few goals, no. but he's knocking on the door. This yeah, is his agree. breakout season, right? Yeah. He gets a good season here. Next season, now they're free players, right? Just take Arsenal into consideration here. Arsenal's players, who, who do they get into their teams? You know, like I was just thinking first, because, that. So, but I'm player, saying, but I'm saying not, they've not got Everton. have got some so. players to build around. They've got the left back. They've got well, Alan. The I think you've got your striker, and, and then and Rochados. Yeah. I've missed him out, right? Yeah, there are yeah, yeah, four players it. there that could arguably get into top top teams. Exactly. Right? So, so this is my ad. we have got very oh, good man. players,
0: but we, we got beat deservedly by we got played off the park by Southampton. We got beat deservedly by Newcastle. You know, we've just been we've been thoroughly beaten by Leeds. Them, I have only been one. We we were thoroughly yeah. beaten. Um, Why is it not
1: happening, basically? You mean? know, we got yeah. smashed second yeah. half
0: against Fulham. Um, it, and I just, I just don't understand because I actually think we do have some really top draw players who would attract big money by some of the bigger teams. More than Wolves, more than Leicester. You take Jamie Vardy out of Leicester's team, you know, it would be time to get Leicester fans on and Wolves fans. hopefully, I think that's where the managers. Yes, and we've got Carlo Ancelotti. Get so done. solo Carlo That's Ancelotti can get a bit more out of everyone else with your with your top, you know, yeah, so-called like, A-grade players. You, but you Mourinho couldn't do it in
1: the first season. You it, it does take time. But, yeah. flopped, but like also,
4: big, yeah, yeah. Mourinho's yeah. only coming through now. But also you could argue that Ancelotti is doing OK with the likes of Michael Keane that really struggled at the beginning. Who, 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 I don't rate Michael he, Keane, I'll be yes. honest. Yeah,
0: but you, yeah, but you, I you, you, think you were skating about him no, two fed, years ago. He's going to need...
1: Time. Two
3: to I
2: three think seasons, to I think off, it's, and the people you've bought, I think. I think a good exact There's a good example, Gilding, because I think that if you look at Spurs, Spurs were a bit of an example where, if Mourinho's come in, and he's had to, he's had to change the team, the squad. Yeah. he's had to get players out and get players in, but he still had a it's decent. To a he still, had, squad, still yeah. had No, but he still had a great decent squad. nucleus of players there. Mm-hmm. But what what Spurs have done this season, and we ain't spoken about, is that they had a fantastic recruitment this year. Like, Liverpool were fantastic. I think Liverpool's recruitment is is untouchable over the last few years. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Spurs, in this window... Because Mourinho come in in November, he had that one window where I think they signed Bergwijn and Fernandes, right? And he got a couple of players out. Then the next window, he's gone Hoiberg... Um, regulon Reguilon. Doherty. Doherty. Mm. Yeah, so he's got... He vale. brought, he's brought in four <laughs> players, five That's players. Window, no, but I'm yeah, saying, yeah. but I'm saying that... Over that, so in the space of a year he's brought in he's probably got out about eight or nine and then he's brought in seven or eight Yeah, mm. and he's changed the the, the the nucleus of that team mm. he, Ancelotti's got to do the same but Ancelotti's been there for what a year as well yeah, over a year just over a year
3: yeah, but M- no, Mourinho but has played in the Prem or been in the Prem for a long time Is he knows what been, works mate, he, he knows Ancelotti's, sure. Ancelotti's won up, of,
2: what two like, league titles one league title. title. Chelsea. Oh, one one yeah. league title. He's right, he still won it at Chelsea when they probably shouldn't have even won it that year, to be quite honest. There was the so City... Pretty, a good yeah. crux of a team. Yeah. But he hasn't worked with Everton before, has he? I, 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 think, I think
4: this is the first time for him that he's not inherited a few... Since the start of his career, granted. I mean, Prima even man. even well, if you argue, players. no, even
2: if you argue and say that he went to Napoli, Napoli was still the second best team in Italy when he went. But well, he's, he's not inherited world class players here. No, but he's yeah. inherited some players yeah. that once you put the hammers, is the Allens on top of it? Yeah. And you think another window? Yeah.
0: That may, it's the. It's so the, so it's the overall it's consensus of Everton amongst because I'm never even. You know, not recording mm. you know, or in a pub or whatever. The overall consensus is that we have gone up a level. Do you think this season? Yeah. I think I, I have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah no, definitely taken I definitely take it. I think so the we, players
3: you've got yeah. you've got the, even the players that were there,
2: you still had a good crux, but I think you've added really. So good where do you think we'll finish? Well. I think you'll do well for top six. Yeah, and I think eight, that all depends on eight, you've got to get eight. some wins below. I think you're if you look at your wins so, at the beginning of the season, so, I think next as opposed year, to this year, different story. Yeah. I, I think,
3: think next I, year, once it's kind of started to get what's working, it's all about. But getting then you've got get, you get you get a
2: good run of games together. That top six is open to do. Okay. Yeah. Whereas when I thought when, at the beginning the first yeah. five six games, I actually thought that top four is open, but I don't think it's open no more. I think it's no. Great. I don't. I think, thought
0: we were going to get there. Yeah,
2: the but beginning. I thought that, I thought you were showing signs, but then yeah. the realities become they become they become reality, do not it? Because it's like. You lose Dina and you can't survive. And I think you lose your left back and you can't survive. And I think the yeah. season
0: has begun to take a bit of shape after the topsy turvy first six, seven games. I think it was all over the shop. It's not as all over the shop as it was. Would you agree? There's um, a lot more
2: clean sheets. But I think what you said. League's yeah, beginning to yeah. take I shape. I think what you said about when you look at what your real negatives are, your real. You know, the defending has to be sorted out. It's got to be that. You, know, yeah. you know, I, I know, I didn't realise this until I listened to Sank the other day, but you ain't kept a clean sheet since Spurs. No. That's ten games. Yeah. That's that's you know. I know we're not talking about a, a normal yeah. season. We've seen the most goals after, from open side. The, West, West Ham
4: are putting in clean sheets. But in those, this is not like sheets those, sheets. Those, those, yeah. those managers yeah. like you know, you know, Moyers yeah. that have been written off, but can set up a team to not get beat. Yeah. And now, like if you look at Spurs, he's resisting the urge to play Bale because mm. he knows Bale's not going to look after. He's not going to trap back. So he's playing your Bear He's he's playing whoever. In the right, right, right care, yeah. because he right knows that you're going to put yeah. a shift in, and you're going to get back. And when Doherty needs a bit of help, you're going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everton aren't doing that with Hammers,
2: are they? Well, but well, the thing is, he 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 got taught a lesson, didn't he? Because at West Ham, he brought yeah. Bow on for the last 20-30 minutes, and Bow. Re- I mean, I, I won't I put, put it all down to I oh, won't I won't put it all down to Bow, but be because I think West Ham actually, you know, like I said, yeah. I think they deserved yeah. that second half. Yeah. But he realised after that game, you see it very quickly. We played West Brom. Yeah, and it was a tight game where we nicked it in the you know we it got a 90th awesome minute players. winner. Yeah, we yeah, didn't man. play very well. West yeah. Brom set themselves up brilliantly, but you knew straight away that he couldn't trust to bring on Bell. Bell wasn't fit. He yeah. knew Bell wouldn't do the work. Mm. It's great that they've got the Europa League because it's crap standard of football compared yeah. to the Champions League. Uh, yeah. He plays him in them games for. He gives him an hour to 90 minutes, yeah. gets him fit, and, and then he. But he know yeah. he knew after that game he couldn't trust him. The interesting that. thing there
4: will be like. Mid January, when he is fit and there's no excuses anymore, say you're top of the league and it's nip and tuck, and he's still on the duty every week. whether he starts throwing him in, and seeing if he's like the game changer for you, because like it could, it could all go wrong, couldn't it? Like if he if he throws him in and then he doesn't he not Look, throw
2: let's be fair. If, right Mourinho, if Mourinho if has Spurs top of the league, yeah, Levy won't care if he's putting on. No, no. If, if, if Mourinho's top of the league. How are you yeah. going to argue with him about Bow not coming onto the pitch? No, true. Yeah, true. It, it, it's not going to happen. So at this I mean, moment in time, Mourinho's in the driving seat. As soon as Marie, we're down at third or fourth, you're going to have the fans crying saying, why are you not playing Bow and doing this? But at the moment, he's only not playing Bow because he can't trust him defensively. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. I think once yeah. Spurs, you know, especially against Chelsea the other day, he couldn't do that. Spurs, are, they're functioning, but they're not functioning like he wants them no. against Chelsea. And if someone's not doing their defensive duties like Son... Yeah. He will. He, he won't trust them. He's Bergwijn the is a guy. perfect example. Bergwijn does his job, and he's a good player. Bergwijn. A good player. And Mora, he's a bit touch and go. But yeah. they fit. Okay. So, so, that was good. We've all talked about our individual
0: teams, which hopefully we'll we'll, um, we'll continue to do every week with a lot a lot more different teams than, than what we've got today. But in conclusion, yeah. um, Hull are going to come up. Um, Tottenham are We're possibly going to finish second. Win the league. Liverpool are going to win the league. Everton have gone up a level. <coughs> And Arsenal are crap. But what I did want to chat about um, before we finish is um, is international football here in Australia, because that's definitely been a, a bit of an eye opener for me. Yeah. Um, anyone who has any connections to Liverpool realise that we're not the our most avid, um, <laughs> patriotic football supporters <laughs> in the world. Um, so, yeah. Our experience over here, I think I've seen two World Cups now in the European Cup. Um, but um, Ronnie in particular and Skip, you've both been to a World Cup whilst you've been here. So how's that been for your support in England um, over in Australia compared to obviously being back back home? Yeah,
4: so I think I think we're all at a similar age. I think our first World Cups would have been Italian '90 for the vast majority of us. Um, so yeah, I've, I've had the the, the bug for a long time, but I, I honestly think like I went to Brazil in 2014 partly because of it was Brazil, and I think once in a lifetime, it's never going to be there. Would you it? have gone if you lived in England? This is the thing. Like I I wouldn't have gone if I was in England. Why? I, look, I think moving to Australia was a a decision that I had. It wasn't an ambition of mine. Two years before I moved here like it was something that. I thought about for a few months and then made the move and it was quite spontaneous. Um, and that kind of opened my mind a little bit to what was possible and, and what I might do. Yeah. And then I I met a girl who'd been to the previous World Cup in Germany and the one before that in oh the one before that in South Africa and the one before that in Germany and she was going to Brazil and she was like, Look, I'm going regardless, do you want to come? I kind of went, yeah. Why not? Well, so we, so we booked the we booked the flights early in twenty fourteen, and once yeah. you book your flights, you go in. Yeah and then um Hu'll city gets to the FA cup final three three weeks before we're due to go and uh how'd you go uh it's off um <laughs> uh, <Yeah>, and uh, <laughs> uh i i didn't go on for the, i probably would have gone on for the cup final if i hadn't okay had brazil fights but so and then, so
0: we're, and that's an interesting question as well yeah, so
4: where yeah. where does your loyalty stand there well I'd, no i was going to brazil i was i was already like in the mindset that okay but i was excited in, about in that. general let's forget going to Brazil is the experience England because uh, if, 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 if you support uh, a uh, lesser uh, team like Hull. Uh, honestly or the England. lesser team yeah we uh, know <laughs> uh, honestly if you gave me the choice England winning the World Cup or Hull winning the FA Cup I'd say England winning the World yeah, Cup what about Hull winning a, the league
0: that's a tough one England all day long. I can't believe that, mate. That's Paul England. winning the league or England winning the World Cup. Oh, I'd take, take England winning England, the World Cup over Spurs winning the league. Yeah. Win. I, I, I think, look,
2: so so so, so, no,
4: so let me make a point. Let me make a point. So Ronnie, Ronnie will come to his story shortly. But we went in the UK or in England, sorry, a couple of years ago when we got to the semi-finals. But we all saw the. Images of what was going on back home in city centres, in bars, in pubs, and stuff like that, and that was just from winning a quarter Fine, right? I think um, I would like to think that should we ever be in a position to win it, I'd, I'd rather be in England than in Sydney, okay? Like, or, and, and that's or, 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 or in the city that we're playing the game, of course, and ideally
0: at the game. and, so. I, and I, obviously, I'm definitely in a in minority here, and I'm fully aware of that, but yeah, Ed has a. As a Liverpool fan, living in well, you obviously lived in Liverpool for a while, but um, so you must have sensed the lack of the yeah dis disattachment,
1: really. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the and scene, yeah, and that's probably yeah. the way.
0: And that, yeah. the, there's a, that's a um, that could be a podcast on yeah. the own. Yeah, 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 But um, what, what about you? Would you rather? I mean, it's a bit easier for you because you've just won the league. Well, there you go. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, take uh, another away, yeah, right? yeah. in two thousand and eighteen. If I'd have asked you, would you rather Liverpool win the league or England win? I think, like England, if England, I look World back, back
1: on, yeah, like my like the best nights I remember are, I mean, there's a mix, but one it's of the best. One moment. of the best nights out here, <laughs> here was the England, yeah, 2018 like World Cup run and like the Columbia game out here. Watched it in the Star, yeah. It was an incredible game. But
3: do you miss it being here versus back home? Yeah, like, I mean, that, that summer, everyone been said been
1: that was the best summer, summer ever, obviously, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, but still here, it was, just, it was special as well. What well. was
0: like? I like the, the stars of the casino. so was incredible Sports because spa, this,
1: there was so place. many Colombians there as well. So oh, wow. A lot of English, a lot of Colombians, and then what you might I remember see? that. Oh, so yeah. That was, that was <laughs> a party. You might remember that.
4: We Everyone scored.
2: In Everyone
1: in the toilets. Harry, 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 Harry Kane, that was English. Um, Harry, Harry Kane scored 60th minute and then they scored 93rd minute to equalise it and we we're all in bits yeah, obviously. Yeah, and then we know how that ends. Creep through, penalties. Yeah. I well, if Hamas was playing, was, they probably would have won. I mean, yeah, yeah, so, but to answer your question, yeah, it's a tough call, but I think, yeah, yeah. an England World Cup win would be.
0: Okay, yeah, probably number one. Way, so I you say, you yeah. spoke to me about this before, Ronnie. It sort of leads us on to um, we've all talked about memorable. Well, I have my, my experience of you know, sitting at that time watching um, watching Liverpool at that time in the middle of nowhere. But are we
2: actually watched? Columbia we Did we watch Clambia together? Um, what I. I was in a Spurs semi final. I was in, in semi final. Yeah, that's right. So so I yeah.
0: I know that you went to um, you went back to the UK when England got through to the semi-final so, so tell us about that
2: yeah so I um, so like, like just going back to what you said originally about the disassociation with England I'll admit that I'm like I was a huge England fan like a huge England fan like I'm you know I'm, I'm of the ilk that you know and I've said this to you before I find that you choose who you support you don't choose what country mm. you come from, right? Yeah, so that's... Yeah, I uh, It's a patriotic question. Yeah, yeah, and I completely mm. understand that. Like, I, I actually didn't realise that there was parts of the country that didn't yeah, actually support yeah. England. Mm. Another thing about moving out here and then coming yeah. across people like from, from Liverpool, right? They, yeah. don't, they don't have the same uh, affiliation with the, the national I'll teams. be honest, I would rather
0: Everton... Get an offside decision. Yeah, and look, we all know we all know how
2: you, we all know how you feel about internationals, and I and I do understand it. Haven't it been explained by listening to people like Carriger on the radio? They talk about you know, it's more of a southern thing because that's where Wembley is, and and I can I can see that now. But when you live down there, you don't see that. Yeah. You don't see how the rest of the country, you know, like okay, skips yeah. you do, but you don't. There are you don't see how the rest of the country feels about the England thing yeah. I just, I've always felt very, very patriotic and personable with the England team. But then moving out here, I have to admit, I don't follow England. And also I think that the England team just looks very strange to me now. Like I look at it and they all look like little boys. Yeah, like, like, it's I don't, changed. It, it's up, it's like, changed. Like, you know, like, I think we were very blessed for a long, long time in the sense that there was very, a lot of mainstays in that England team, right? So it was the same, pretty yeah. much the same squad for about 15 years, weren't it? Yeah. With a few players coming in, a few players coming out. So if I can just jump in, I, I find it crazy that I can go
0: and support Everton like diehard and be, it can spoil me all, you know, Monday, Sunday, whatever day, day it is. And then the next week, all Everton's players can go on international duty, and I'm biting my fingernails to make sure they don't get injured. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go and support
2: Mason Mount, Harry Kane, and Jordan yeah. Henderson
0: playing for England. I, yeah. I just find that I can completely bizarre.
2: see where that where that comes from, but I'm telling you now, like if I was. You know, watching England, and an Arsenal awesome player scored for England. I'd, I'd yeah. jump up and down. No, like, uh, oh, so I would. Like, I would. No, no, without. I
4: imagine as a Spurs fan growing up, you weren't bothered that Tony Adams was getting
2: nah, picked. Nah, so like, nah, not at all. Yeah, like like uh, all I, no. but I, no, but I can see that. Like, for me, it's just how I support my country. So So, my just going back to my story. Um, I didn't go to the World Cup. Like skipped, but. Um obviously England had a good run at the 2018 and as it was happening I was like I can't I can't be here and to be quite honest the support out here is unbelievable like we mm-hmm. went to everywhere I went, like it, you know, we was watching one one game at the CBH, it wasn't we but we I, I watched all most of the games out and I watched the game where we, we beat Colombia at home but everywhere we went it was it was packed. We went to England, Sweden at the casino. And I've never seen scenes like it. I, I, like, I'm yeah. talking about English fans, they couldn't control them. It was... Incredible, wasn't it? Was you there? No, no, I was... Was uh, you I there? Was, was you with I at
4: four in the morning. I can't I believe, believe, right, okay,
2: yeah. believe you weren't there because so we had... The area South South we South had, South had booked out at, at the, the casino, I can't, <laughs> I can't actually describe what we had booked out at the casino. Yeah. Right? And the place went off, and I've got videos of it, and the England fans just run amok. Like and I, and I guess it goes back to like England on tour kind of thing, but the <laughs> casino security couldn't couldn't do anything about it. They just sat back and went, "We're just letting these people jumping on tables." You know, yeah, imagine people around. doing that yeah. and tables in Sydney. Nah. You get chucked out, didn't you? They couldn't yeah. control them. It, was, it, was, it was mob mentality. Yeah. You yeah. was not stopping this. Anyway, no. after that game, I was like, "Look, I've got a what's that the quarters, wasn't it? I've got to go." I've just got to be with my dad. Like, I can't... I can't risk not being... Watching a World Cup and not being with my dad. I can't... I can't not be there with my dad. So, I was like, I rung him and said, I'm going to come home for the final if we get there. And he went, well, you know, I think you should book. Why don't you come home for the semi-final and then if we get to the final, it'll be a few days later and we can watch it together as well. And I was thinking... That's the spirit. <laughs> That's the spirit. I didn't think of it like that. You I just thought, if we get to the final. Uh, so yeah. then I got the flight. I literally booked the flight the next day. I think I was flying the following day. And I'd done the five hours to Perth. Then an hour stopover, 17 and a half hours from Perth to England. Talk to us about And like, you know what you I'm like? <laughs> the way. It, it, like. Because yeah. I booked it two days before, I was in the middle of two like <laughs> fat women on the 17 and a half hour leg and England, I'm like squeezed in, <laughs> squeezed in, <yeah>. Disclaimer, <laughs> squeeze, squeezed in, squeezed in like that and Churches I had no like air con <laughs> on the flight and I literally was so warm on this flight. And I was, I had like seven, I reckon I stood up for 14 hours, wow. but anyway, I got back and, the, and, and the moral, mate, I walked around this plane for 12 hours because the seat was so tight I couldn't I couldn't handle it. Anyway, I got to got back to got back to London and I got up, got back to London and I landed at about eight o'clock. We were playing um, Croatia at about five o'clock in the evening. I got back at eight. We was out by six. <laughs> so I got, went all the way back for like a seven-day trip, eight-day trip. And when I got back in the morning, watch Croatia game and we was out by yeah, a few but I will what I will say what I will say what I will say, so out, out. what I will say what I will say is this that when Trippier scored that free kick oh. I nearly yeah. fainted right oh. I've only ever nearly fainted one other one other goal I've ever Beckham. seen. Beckham Beckham. No 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 oh, Beckham my. was a good one what, no, what? what about that Mora bullshit, Mora Mora, <laughs> Mora, Mora, Mora seven. scoring in the semi-final, yeah, they're the only Trump's two goals I've ever seen my team score. What a game that was. And God. I've I've nearly fainted. I literally nearly fainted. When Trippier scored, it was almost like oh. we're gonna win the World Cup. We're how, actually gonna win the World Cup. How did we not win from there? But the anyway, Premier? but I anyway, mean, it was the team wasn't very really good. I guess, <laughs> I guess it was more of a like again, it's the way you look at what is important to you with football. England for me has always been there's 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 Spurs and watching football, and then there's watching England with my dad. And there was a different experience of watching England mm. with my dad. It's like watching Owen score in 98, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, Beckham, 96, Gazza scoring yeah, in 96. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's those experiences that you have, I have not had with Spurs, that I've had with
0: my yeah, dad. Yeah. And I, and yeah, I do think I that's, yeah. that's
4: the other thing as well. I think, I think like if you support a club yeah. that traditionally, like Liverpool, for example, like Arsenal, has won things... Um, you don't see those supporters at England games. Mm. You see people that support Notts County and Hull. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, the grassroots. The grassroots. yeah, yeah. yeah that's People that yeah, go yeah, just yeah. in case they might see, well, A, to watch good players but B, to
0: might see someone win something. And Spurs fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm Spurs fans. <laughs> Well, Ronnie goes against that, right? Yeah. But, um, he does. He does but I mean, no, but
2: I think that's a, it's a very, again, like I said, it is, a, it is definitely more of a there is definitely more of an affiliation to London, to England team because of where Wembley is and that's understandable because <laughs> we're the known I don't agree with that I think it's a Scouse thing purely I think like it, <laughs>
4: it, 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 it is, that, is that's so that That yeah, certainly a is it, another pod. That's, that's, no, yeah. that's, that's a
2: political pod. that's a political pod. it
4: absolutely is but you, you know people like Bobby Robson <laughs> and Gazza talk about England are a lot of England Scotland's fans up north get. to be fair mm-hmm. isn't there and they're incredibly passionate about England I think it's
0: a yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's about being disaffected for different reasons, yeah, isn't it? Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be good to get other people's views on that, and hopefully in the future, obviously this is a, a bit of a trial on this, we've got yeah. um, probably all the right. worst equipment possible we can to, to record the first one, and we're all having a few beers, which was the main thing about today and tonight, and just to see uh, whether we can kick this thing on. Um, we've had Tottenham, Hull, Arsenal, Liverpool and Everton today. It'd be great to get um, a huge mix again next time, and um, get everyone, get everyone else's uh, chance to plug their own team and, uh, and go from there. But thank you for listening, to everyone. Uh, thank you, Ronnie, Ed, and James, and Skipper. And um, yeah, up the Toffees. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man.